The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Hey, it's Amen Brother Ben. Better late than never. It is summer in the Psalms after all. Day 24, up next, Psalm 78 and 79. I know that if I want you to listen every day, I got to drop these every day. I get it. I know. I know. It's been a weird week, but I'm trying to make up some ground here because I, I really want us to keep moving forward. And I know that those of you that have been reading along with us, sometimes you have the tendency to uh, fall back a little bit. That's okay, though. That's all I'm doing, really. I'm just trying to make you feel less bad about the couple days that you may have missed recently and just showing you how easy it is to catch up. See, this is a teachable moment. This is not me, you know, being so busy and not planned ahead enough. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we're on day 24, Psalm 78 and 79. Wanted to take a look at Psalm 78 for a few minutes with you today. Um, this is an interesting Psalm because it's all over the place. It's back and forth. It's kind of a narrative Psalm, right? Um, where there are some praises, there are some conversations with God. It is also telling a story. And by the way, we can go too far with stories, especially in this narcissistic self-centered generation where it, just tell your story and live your truth. Yeah, that's it's not what we're doing here, but it's so important that we see God in all of our stories. That's why stories do, they, they don't trump God's word necessarily. They're not necessarily more important than the, the uncut, unfiltered word of God, but stories when used and, and presented in the, uh, right next to the word of God can be very powerful. Um, and it can show God's goodness to people who, uh, are going to come to know him through stories before they even get to know his word. And so that's kind of what happens here in Psalm 78 is we begin to kind of understand the story of God's people and their relationship with God, where you've got this cycle, this rinse and repeat cycle that you see through the Old Testament of people um, repenting, and then they go back to their sin. They sin, they abandon and turn uh, turn their back on God. And then God gives them consequences. Um, and then they repent of that and come back to him and he heals them. And then rinse and repeat, you start it all over again. But I, I thought that verses 32 through 38 of Psalm 78 were really interesting. So they're, they're talking about all this. Well, God did this and did that. And, and we, and God's people did X, Y, and Z. And, and they're kind of building this whole story and this whole case. And then in verse 32, it says, says, but in spite of all this, in spite of all the things that God has done, the people kept sinning. Despite his wonders, they refused to trust him. So he ended their lives in failure, their years in terror. Then when God began killing them, they finally sought him. They repented and took God seriously. Then they remembered that God was their rock, that God most high was their redeemer. But they all gave, but all they gave in verse 36 was lip service. 
They lied to him with their tongues. Their hearts are not were not loyal to him. They did not keep their covenant. But verse 38 says this, yet he was still merciful and forgave their sins, and he did not destroy them all. Many times he held back his anger and did not unleash his fury, for he remembered that they were merely mortals, gone like a breath of wind that never returns. And it keeps going on for a little while longer, but it reminded me of something. Those verses right in there reminded me that forgiveness, because in those verses here, says um, verse 38 says, he was merciful and forgave their sins, yet you still saw consequences. That's because just because you are forgiven doesn't mean you go without consequences. This is something for parents to understand when it comes to disciplining their children, uh, bosses, well, when they're disciplining their workers, um, anybody really. And when our, when we realize our relationship with God comes with consequences to disobedience. Now, it doesn't mean you're not forgiven. Now, Jesus took the ultimate consequence. He took the punishment of sin overall the, with a capital S right? The eternal sin. Jesus took that. So yes, God does have mercy on us, but you see throughout the Psalms, you see throughout the Old Testament that God's people still got certain consequences for their sin, which is why one of the main reasons that uh, we should still heed those tough words and those uncomfortable scriptures that talk about how terrible sin is and how ugly sin is because it leads to consequences. And yes, you are forgiven. And yes, you can come back from that. But there are some times that sin has consequences that last even while you're forgiven. And so I want us today, uh, as we are reading these Psalms, to understand that just because you may be in some consequences for your sin, that doesn't mean you're not forgiven. So this is two sides of a coin. You should understand, it should, be, it should bring hope to you the fact that God still forgives you even though you're suffering consequences. But it should also bring not only hope but humility to the fact that just because you're forgiven doesn't mean you don't have consequences. And we've got to stop uh, holding God like he's in the wrong, forgiving us sometimes our natural consequences to our sin. These are the type of things that make us long for God more Help us to love what is good and righteous and hate what is evil. So it's just a really interesting dynamic here. And I think that's because so many people, they they take their faith and they, they have their get out of hell free pass. They've got the, the out of those consequences, but they never grow in their faith. There's a lot of Christians that are just as immature and young in their faith 50 years later than they are when they first got saved. But the more you understand that you're, even your sins now after you've been saved have consequences, uh, the more you'll long for righteousness. It'll be that, that kind of reminder to you that God's ways are better and that following him is a blessing and what he wants for you is good. That's all for Amen, Brother Ben, for today. I'm going to drop some more here. We're going to try to catch up for you. Summer in the Psalms, amen, brother Ben, amenben.com.